With Fox's 911, the emergency is always on fire, sometimes literally. Here at Dispatching the 118, we like to take a slower, more careful approach, look at every detail with the intensity of Sergeant Grant and the enthusiasm of Firefighter Buckley. Hello. Hi. Yeah, so we decided to do go back and like relook at these begins episodes because they're so much fun when we were watching them live. And like, we're like, yes. why don't we go back now that we know more and see, you know, see it from a different perspective? Or at least that's how I felt. I'm so fucking sorry about my cat. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Your I'm cat gonna has let him listen. Your cat has opinions, I bad ones, probably. <laughs> Um, so I had approached Laura and I was like, let's do a couple mash together for this episode. Why don't we do chimney and hen? Because I mean, they're friends. Why not? Um, and I just, I want to preface this episode by saying that I fully intended with everything in me to, if I couldn't rewatch, at least read like the synopsis of what happened in these episodes and I just didn't have any time at all. I mean, that's None. valid. Completely <laughs> valid. Listen, it's fine. I didn't watch them until this morning, and I almost didn't have time to do even that. So, you know, we're lucky that I got them done. Um, <sighs> but that's the MO for the two of us. Like, I watch it, and Laura kind of just says, I maybe watched it, or I maybe didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't break with tradition. Exactly. Um, so, all right, picture it. We are in mid-season two. Um, the first episode for Begins was Hen. We got Hen's story first. Technically, we got a bit of Bobby in season one, but that didn't count as a Begins episode. Uh, anyway, whatever. Um, yeah. His Begins episode is actually in season two, and it's called Bobby Begins Again. But we all know there was backstory Yay. in season one, too. But um, anyways, Hen's episode, season two, episode nine. Um, we don't really have to know what's going on around this episode because it's so removed from the current storyline. Like, it's just completely separate. Like, it's just yeah. Henrietta doing her thing when she joined the L.A. AFD. Um but the chimney episode is episode 13, 12 or 13. I forget exactly, but it comes right after he gets stabbed in front of <gasps> Maddie's yes! apartment. And it's yes! him seeing his life flash before his eyes, so to speak, after he got stabbed before they rescue him, before they realize Aww. that he's been stabbed. So he's still on the doorstep. And it's him <laughs> thinking back over what brought CFDs. him to the LAFD. What? I said, sorry, I said Penelope Garcia to you. <laughs> oh my God. She so... also was shot on a door. <laughs> sidetrack. <laughs> sidetrack. I've been, I've been rewatching. No, sidetrack. I've been rewatching Criminal Minds from the beginning and I just started season uh -huh. seven. But when that episode happened, I was like, I don't remember this. I don't what? remember this. Oh, and then it played oh, out. And I was like, that? no, but once it play, started to play out and then it like they're investigating and she's in her apartment investigating and she's like hacking against the guy that becomes her boyfriend. I can't remember his name. I'm like, oh, now I remember this. <laughs> you want to I, I think and I, I could be remembering this wrong and I don't want to check 
because either I am so fucked in the brain that I remembered this, or I'm so fucked in the brain that I made a connection like this. Um, I think that the person who shot her is like a villain on Castle. <laughs> Potentially. I've never seen Castle, so I cannot validate that for you. God, don't. <laughs> Anyways, back to Henrietta and Chim. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry. Let's just... I honestly, let's just start. With, I know it's the later episode, but I feel like we should start with Chimney because he joined before Henrietta. And I think we should kind of like move it into the conversation of how he helped Henrietta when she first joined. Because like, yes. okay, that's cool. Besties. Yes. And I had totally forgotten that we, we quote unquote, meet Athena. Henrietta meets Athena for the first time when she Whoa. first joins too. So like that whole storyline. Um, anyways, but the chimney one, I had totally forgotten how much of a dick chimney's father is like, cause he doesn't come around often. So like, it's like, you forget it goes to the back of your head. You're just like, eh, whatever. He doesn't have parents. Um, yep. <laughs> like, but like literally yep. his dad, he calls his dad to talk to his dad about how great he's doing with the fire department. And his dad literally was like, oh, well, we have um, your brother on a schedule and you, you sure you don't want money? And then like click got off the phone. Like, bro, seriously, you're such a dick. No, he is next level asshole. And it's so sad because um, the woman, well, it's Mrs. Lee. Um, but like Mrs. Lee's watching it happen and she, you can tell that she wants to like fix that for him, but she can't like, that's such a mother thing. I know Mrs. Lee. Bye. Um, so Kevin, we'll get into Kevin. Oh, sweet little Kevin. I hadn't forgot about him, but like in the back of my head, I was like, I don't remember everything about him. Yes. <clears throat> I did not remember that the reason they joined the fire department is because there was a fire at the karaoke bar that they worked at. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that much I remembered. I remember early seasons because it was actually good. Yeah. This was like <laughs> back when the writing was really like, cause think of that concept of it being chimney. Uh, imagining like his or reimagining the events of his life as he's dying on a doorstep like they would never be able to pull that off anymore like their writing exactly. would not be able to pull it off no, um and even even there's a parallel moment in this ep in the flashback where he's in waiting in the waiting room um to find out if one of the firefighters that he pulled out of a gas leak is okay and he's rubbing his abdomen right where he got stabbed. And it, that's how that's when you realize that it's a flashback because it flashes to him laying on the ground, blood pooling around him. Like, it's so good and so well done. And I'm like, where did we go wrong? I literally, <laughs> literally like it was so good. Where did we go wrong? And then just like, where did we go wrong? What, what moment did we did we fall off the rat, the wagon? Uh. <sighs> But we also get to meet, um, but like Kevin, so let's go back to Kevin. Cause Kevin, I adore Kevin. He's so, he's kind of like the Asian buck. Like it's, is that, is that horrible to say? But like, I feel like that's what he is. That's fair. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. He's, he's, he's a lovable little puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I just, I feel so bad for Tim. Cause like at this point. 
he's barely a firefighter because they won't let him do anything because he's again, a diversity hire. And, Oh, this captain is such a dickweed, such a dickweed. Cause he's the one who's, who's an asshole to hen too. Right? Yes. Yeah. And the whole team is an asshole to, to, to chimney at first. Yes. And then he manages to save one of them from a methane gas leak. And they're all, then they're like, Oh, we underestimated you. And it's like, bro, you didn't give him a chance. What do you mean? Underestimate him. Like, right. And it's so jarring to see the 118 when they started, because it's nothing like what it is now. So it's like, right? it's a bunch of meatheads and you're just like, these guys are dicks. Yep. I am shocked. I am shocked that Chimney stuck around as long as he did. Cause like I probably would have bailed. Oh my God. Literally. (laughs) Because at least with Hen, she had Chim in her corner. Chim didn't have anybody in his corner. He was just Howie. They didn't even have a nickname for him yet. An ultimate fucking king. He is. He totally is. Do you remember when he got fucking rebar in his head? Uh, you mean the second episode of the show? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of my issues with insane. that was that the, that the scar disappeared over time. And I was just like, oh, that's uh-huh. a little weird. Cause it went through his brain, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> they just, the, like the, the makeup artists were like, I'm so sick of drawing this. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like. But no, like, so Chim is such a badass. Like, in this episode, when he goes to save the guy from the methane leak, he literally is like, where's your partner? And the guy's like, oh, he was right behind me. And that's when Chim puts all the all the symptoms together. He's like, oh, my God, everybody, get everybody back. He's like, Athena, get everybody back. It's methane. And Eli, the paramedic buddy of his, helps with getting people back. And then Chim, instead of running away from the building, is like, oh, no, I'm going to go get the other guy that passed out. Like, I'm going to go get him. Um, and then he, as it's starting to explode, here comes Chimney out the out the door with this guy just thrown over his back. And it's just like, iconic. Iconic. Truly, like, truly deserve that fucking, um, how did the sexiest men alive thing? Oh, yeah. Deserve. Oh, deserved. well-deserved. Well-deserved. I also had forgotten that Chim could sing because he sings when they're working at the karaoke bar. And I'm just like, I forgot you could do that. He What? I he don't sings, remember that. He sings low places at the karaoke bar. Oh. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, oh, one, I don't really listen to a lot of country, but I know that country song. And I'm like, that's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> Dude, somebody was playing a fucking, I was at the grocery, I, I was at the grocery store earlier, okay? Like mm-hmm. an actual grocery store, not like a Walmart, a grocery store. And they were playing Christmas music, which is totally fine. Except then they played the fucking like country version of like, I can't even remember what Christmas song it was, but it was Ugh. horrible. It was horrible. It had like all the twang. I was like, mm. this is the most rancid thing I've ever listened to. <laughs> Literally, pretty much the only country music I listen to on a regular basis is Reba McIntyre. Um, and yes. I recently watched their Superstar episode about her. And I'm just like, this is making me really feel like I need to watch Big Sky, um, which I probably Oh, do. my God. Because it looks so good, like, with the season that it she's does. on. Yeah, I know. I tried to watch season one. And I watched, like, half of it. And then I got bored. Yeah, boring. And, and I'm like... 
nothing really happens, but this season looks freaking insane. And I'm like, I feel like I should watch it. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Let's just have, once Reba McIntyre's off of Big Sky, let's just have her show up in LA for 911 <laughs> and just become <laughs> besties with Athena. Like, just watch it. Just watch her become besties with Athena. Oh my God. See, I think I, her and Bobby would be best friends. Oh my God, yes. Oh my god, yes. Anyways, um, watch her just be, like, have her come in as a dispatcher. Like, it would totally work. It would totally work. Absolutely. (laughs) All right, 911 writers, pay attention because we're giving you good ideas for next season because let's be real, it's probably going to get another season. Well, they didn't get fucking Lauren Graham and now they're broken up, so. Yeah. Miserable. Miserable. Um, Kevin dying is probably one of the saddest things that 911 has ever done. Yeah. Um, because one, they actually went through and actually killed someone that we started to care about. Um, because they have killed characters, quote unquote characters, but like I've said before, and you've said it too, that like, they haven't killed anybody major. And like, I think Kevin was like a step down from major and like he, his was, oh my God, it was just so heartbreaking because Chimney had so few people in his life at this point that like he lost the one person that he had in his corner. And it's just like, oh bro, that sucks ass. I did. I, it was really sad. Like you said, since he was like the only one in his corner, it made it like that much worse. Yeah. And honestly, and the way Chimney felt afterwards, like he couldn't communicate with the Lees anymore. Like he couldn't really go over there, even though Mrs. Lee was like, come visit us. It was just like, you could tell that Chimney was like, I don't feel comfortable doing that because I feel like it's my fault. Yeah. And he's your only son. And you guys took me in. And what did I do? I killed your only son. Like that's literally, you know, that's what's going through Chimney's head. Yes. Yeah. It's just, uh and the dad wasn't too happy about Kevin being a firefighter to begin with. And, yeah. and like, he was okay with it if Chimney did it, but, but not if Kevin did it. I found yeah. that interesting. I was like, oh, so it's a respectable career unless it's your own kid. <laughs> well, it's like, it's like when you, it's the same thing for like art. Mm-hmm. You know, like if, if you talk to your, not my mom, my mom's great, but if you talk to like, if somebody talks to their mom and they're like, oh, my friend wrote a book and it got published and it was great. And they're like, oh, that's so great. That's so exciting. And then they find out you want to quit your job to write. They're like, are you fucking dumb? <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, yeah, exactly. Or it's kind of like, it's also kind of like the gay thing. Like, oh, it's fine if, if my nephew is gay, but if my kid is gay, absolutely not. That's not acceptable. Like, it's it's just a weird concept that I'm just like, yeah. I'm fine with anybody doing whatever the fuck they want. So, like, parents like that kind of irk me a little bit. They don't, like, it's not something that makes me super angry. But, like, it's one of those things that I'm like, that's annoying. Can you just not do that? Yeah, I <clears throat> am, again, a bitch. So, like, uh, I am not afraid to be, like, like, it's, like, it's the thing where, like, don't have kids if you don't want gay kids yes like you don't know don't don't do that you're stupid 
it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, I love Chim so much. We love Chim so much, so much, so much. And I also love being reminded that the reason Chim finally got to do firefighter things is because Eli went to their asshole captain and was like, I need a paramedic help. And, and like, he was like, this is the way for this guy to be doing something more than just cleaning the toilets after everybody leaves. Um, And like, they weren't quite friends at first, like obviously, because I, you can tell chimney doesn't, doesn't trust it. He's like, okay, is this like, is there like a trick? Is there something going on here? Like he wasn't sure what was going on. He's like, I got you out of doing cleanup duty. Like just be, be thankful. But it's like, okay, but Chim's been burned by pretty much everyone in the firehouse. So like, of course he's not going to trust it. Exactly. Um, But I love that you can see over time, the pacing wise for this episode, like over time you got to see them kind of grow a little more close together and like able to respect each other and whatever. And then I love that last season we got to revisit Eli yeah, in Boston. And it's just like, Oh yeah, I remember this character. Like it's every once in a while, we still get these moments where they remember that there's a history from this show. Um, you know, Sometimes they always they don't always remember that these characters have a history, but sometimes they do. Once in a great while. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, like it's just I'm glad that when they started doing these begins episodes, they started with Henrietta and Chim because they're the ones I think that had the roughest time starting. Like they yes. had to really truly prove themselves. Literally built. and 118 yep yep literally built the 118 because you know as we get into the Henrietta episode we find out that towards the end of the episode we find out that that asshole captain I forget what his name is because I didn't register it in my brain even though I just watched it because I don't care um no asshole captain gets fired because complaints are lodged against him regarding how he treated hen which to me i'm like okay but you didn't say anything about chimney when it was basically the same stuff but okay whatever i digress um and it's like this guy's going to be the temporary captain until we find a replacement and i'm like huh i wonder who the replacement is i wonder who the replacement is because it ends up i don't know um but like yeah so it started with chimney and then henrietta joined and got their asshole fired and then indirectly got the asshole fired like she didn't go to them and was like get like get this man out of here she literally thought she was gonna get fired no wasn't she like against them complaining too not necessarily she didn't really say anything against them well chim maybe it was chim or it was athena someone said like you should say something and she's like no 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 like i'm just gonna you know keep my place um which is fine. Like, I understand where she was coming from. Like, she had a very tentative spot in this house. And it's like, okay, I love my job. I don't want to get rid of it. But I hate my boss. Yeah. <laughs> and so she went into that meeting thinking she was going to get fired. And instead, she finds out that they're like, no, no, we need more like you on this force. And 
then she goes out there and she says to Chim, she goes, you knew what was going to happen, didn't you? And he just kind of smiles at her. And it's just like, oh, that's so cute. Like, he wanted her to think she was getting fired so that she'd be even more. <laughs> well, no, but like, think of it from a friend perspective. Yeah. Like, he wanted her to be kind of wary of the situation so that she could go in and be totally blown away and like come out feeling so much better about herself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. He wanted her to be fucking panicking. <laughs> he wanted her panic. Listen, it's chimney we're talking about. <laughs> he would. Um, but like we know that the replacement captain ends up being Bobby. Um, yay! Yay! And then from there, whatever. But the part about the hen episode that I wish they would go back to that whole issue of they forget about histories. Um, is the when she first starts and Athena gives her her number and says, give me a call sometime. I know of a bar where we go to unwind. And there's a whole group of other firefighters that are part of quote unquote diversity. And I'm like, why didn't we keep this story concept up? Like, why couldn't they continue to have friendships with these people? Like, why are they just a one hit wonder? Because we never see them again up with Lone Star. And that was the diversity. City mads. <laughs> but I liked diversity. But I liked too this. Much. I liked the team and the whole let's go out and get drinks once a week and complain about the bullshit we go through. Like yes. that's so cool to me. And it I mean, okay, granted, out of that we just got hen and hen hen and Athena lunches and dinners, but like it's not the same. Like, yes, I love that one-on-one time, but it would have been cool to continue seeing that group from yeah. a couple episodes you know I also want to say while I'm thinking about it um this isn't like this is not constructive criticism do you remember when Coco Coco Brown is that her name oh um the woman who plays what's her name the the aide for Christopher yes. yes um do you remember when she was like we have enough gays. Go watch the <laughs> go watch like the Q word or whatever the fuck that show was. The L word? I don't think it was the L word though. It was like a reboot of some gay show. And she was like, we have enough diversity. We don't need more gay people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember so that up. because I was going through it's funny that you say that. So I was going through the accounts that I had blocked recently uh, today, I went through the list of those accounts because someone had mentioned something and they're like, I don't know if you've blocked this person. And I was like, I think I have. So like, I was like looking to see if I had, and I mm-hmm. saw her name and I was like, why did I block her? And then I looked at her profile to see who she was. Cause at first I was like, I don't know who this person is. And then I was like, <laughs> Oh, right. Carla. Right. Carla. Carla's her name. <laughs> yeah. Carla's her name oh, one right. too but oh Carla right like literally that was my thought process oh Carla right <laughs> like Ugh. that's all I needed but <laughs> queer as folk it's called queer as folk oh and she right was like- it was the it was the reboot which was really good and I'm so mad they didn't get a second season um <laughs> yeah she was like we don't need like we already have one gay couple go watch queer as folk <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like I'm not homophobic Girl, I know Girl, you that is the definition of homophobic. <laughs> it's kind of like saying, I'm, I'm just thinking of Harry and Meghan because that's like 
in the news these days. Um, but like, that's like the people that are saying, oh, well, Megan needs to just shut up because she's really grating and annoying. Honey, just say you're racist. Just Seriously. say you're racist. It's fine. Seriously. It's fine. Ugh. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm not going to discuss my thoughts about that docu-series. But anyways, that was just something that propped in my head because like that's all over my timeline right now. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to. I've watched the first half with my mom. But hashtag Team Megan. Hashtag what? Team Megan. Yes. Like absolutely fuck you guys. Hundred percent. I'm honestly here's the thing. After I've watched the first three episodes, I'm kind of team Harry and Megan because like he was just trying to protect her. And like he was kind and he's trying to actively learn how to be a better person. Like oh, no, he talked I wasn't, about I'm like, not No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, at first, I wasn't 100% behind Harry himself because I'm like, he's still part of the institution. But, like, watching a bit more, I was just like, no, actually, he's not. And he's never been part of that. He's always been, like, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) Ultimate slay. Ultimate. Listen. But anyways. Really? Listen, last thing I will say is that there are people in this universe that don't know who the royal family are and who the members of the royal family are. So you can stop complaining that you don't believe Megan when she says she didn't know who he was. Because listen, there are plenty of people that don't. I have a friend in the UK that doesn't know anything about them and she lives in the UK. No, if you put a gun to my head five years ago and you said identify Prince Harry, I would have gotten shot in the head. Right. It's like, I don't know this information. I willingly or I unwillingly had to learn information about them because of A, the drama and B, the queen dying. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But anyways, back to the real king and queen, Hen and Chim. (laughs) So true. Uh, He is such um, a king. I love him so much. Once again, I I would like to say I promise you I'm not eating during this episode. Any any type of silverware you're hearing comes from my cat's collar hitting his bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry that he's meowing. He will not shut the fuck up. I'm As very As you say sorry. that, he starts meowing louder. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just come lay down? <laughs> but no, I I one of my favorite episodes of all time is the episode where Chim is in charge because Bobby has been put on like leave or something like that. And it's like he, the, and the, the power goes to his head. And I'm just like, it's so funny as hell. And I'm like, yes, King, get it. I love it. (laughs) It it really, it's so funny because he just, it, he really does just let it go to his fucking head. Mm Mm-hmm. When, when so he bad. starts wearing the aviators, I'm like, stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> oh, I, I think that he was is season one. I think that was season one. But still, it's king. And it was funny because when this season, when Hen had to do temporary or whatever it is, whatever it's called. Is it temporary? Captain? Whatever. Interim? Interim. Thank you. I knew it wasn't the word temporary. I knew it was a different <laughs> word. <laughs> words are not happening today guys um but when she was the interim captain and people were asking about why not chim and he's just like do you guys not remember the last time this happened because i do 
we do. <laughs> We're like, oh no, we didn't forget Chim. We 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 know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, season two was a very strong season. Um, oh, and of cool. all the begins episodes, I honestly think Henrietta's is my favorite for her yeah. speech in the in the fire truck alone like just for that iconic moment she gets up in the fire truck they're all hanging out at the firehouse she gets up in the fire truck she blows the horn to get everyone's attention and then she delivers this flawless speech about being black gay female and a fucking firefighter and she's like you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it because i'm all of those things and i'm not shutting down any of them and it's like yes queen just yes (laughs) No, I'm so obsessed with her. I I do wish, sometimes I feel like we get, like, these moments where it's supposed to be, like, girl power, Mm -hmm. and it just is so fucking lame. Yeah. It's like, it's like the scene in in Avengers when all the fucking women were, like, at the forefront. Yep. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, moments like that, we know you're trying hard. You're trying too hard. Um, You're desperate to look like, hey, look, we love women. Um, Yeah. But this moment didn't feel like that. Like, it felt like this is the culmination of her dealing with so much shit from them and finally putting her foot down and saying, fuck you. I am a person. I am just as worthy as you. Go fuck yourself. Yes. (laughs) Like, ugh, so iconic, especially because she had saved this. They she had just saved this woman from a mudslide, and her captain literally pulls her aside and says, "Congratulations, you pulled her out just in time for her daughter to say goodbye to her as she dies." And I'm like, "That's the point, bro. Like, her daughter has the chance to say goodbye before her mother dies. Like, yes, they couldn't save this woman, but Hen made sure this daughter didn't have." to be the last memory of her mother be stuck in a landslide in their house. Like, yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I just, and I, I wasn't trying to say that that moment was like that. Oh no, like I Avengers know you were. Moment. I was trying to say, we used to have moments like that. And it feels like now, uh, or we used to have moments like the good moments. And now mm-hmm. it's just the Avengers. Yep. We have digress to the Avengers. Yeah. So sad. So sad. Like anytime Maddie gives a speech anymore, I'm just like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I loved her at first. I really did. But then, and, and I used to get annoyed with people that would say she cries too much, but now I'm like, no, no, she cries too much. She cries way too much. But like it's because the writers are like, okay, we need to make her look vulnerable and like she connects with these people. So let's make her cry. And I'm like, that's not the only way you can show vulnerability, but okay. Do you know what I think it is? Do you know what I think it was? I think that Jennifer Love Hewitt walked into that audition and she looked them in the face and she said, I can make myself cry. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, we're gonna use this bitch. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. I watched a random, so I woke up um, the other day and like I left the TV on overnight and they were playing a random episode of Ghost Whisperer. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you are really like a one 
toned one emotion actress. Gal. Yeah, like you're yep. a one toned actress. Like you have yep. no diversity between your roles because I no. literally could have put Maddie into Ghost Whisper and it would have been the same thing. Yep, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm like you're two separate characters that are totally different and yet they're the same. And I don't even genuinely, I didn't watch when she was on Criminal Minds, so I don't know about that. But I'm sure she cried all the time. She was on Criminal Minds. Yeah. Oh fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Literally, here's the thing. I was so excited when we got rid of Connie Britton after season one because I'm like, oh good, we get rid of this lame actress. And then we got Jennifer Love Hewitt. And at this point, I didn't really think she was that terrible. Like I you know, from what I had seen of her, which was very limited. I was like, she's decent, you know, whatever. I'm sure she'll put a spin on this. No, she kept going. And I was just like, you're just like your ghost whisperer character. Okay, cool. Um, Moving on. Can we find somebody new? Yes. But I I will say I do because (laughs) yeah, I, yeah. You know what? I was going to say something and they realized I was going to lie and I don't want to do that. So. Like I was going to be like, oh, but I really like her and Chimney. They're really good together. She's fucking boring. She does not bring the spice to that relationship. She doesn't bring anything to that relationship. No, the only good, the reason we love that relationship is Chimney and he, him yeah. being happy. It's not because of Maddie. Exactly. Like we, we ship them, but only because we love one half of that ship so much that it, it takes over the part we don't like. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah <laughs> also is, is she a bad person huh is she a bad person as a person i don't think so okay i don't i i don't know i just that you were like insinuating that she was not a good person <laughs> um the only thing i really know about her is that she's friends with amanda klutz and the only reason i know who amanda klutz is is because her husband was a broadway actor who died during the early days of COVID yes. and like ne- she became famous off of it, which Adam Schlesinger. Huh? Adam Schlesinger. No. Who the fuck is her husband? Her husband was, um, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I can't remember his, I, his name is escaping me right now. Why is it escaping me? But she has her I, little boy Elvis, the... but like she got onto the view after he died. And now she's a member. She's yeah. one of the, like people on the view is it called the view still is that what it is the talk or the talk that's what it is whatever one of those talk shows i whatever nick like cordero nick cordero thank you i just remember yes. that during that whole thing jennifer love hewitt was like really supportive of her and like they're now besties and it's just like i get it because she's a mom and so is amanda like i get it like you know whatever but I don't really know much about Jennifer Love Hewitt outside of that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't either. And it's fine. I don't need to know more than that. No. (laughs) I have learned with the 911 actors, what you see on screen is all you need to know. Don't try to get any deeper. Unless it's Peter Krause, and then you can just look however far you want, because that man's flawless. This is true. (laughs) I feel like he's probably... I, I'm, I don't want to have to end up eating my words on this, but I feel like there's not much problematic things about him. Yeah, I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> but I 
agree. <laughs> He's one of those people that I'm like, I've not seen you in the news, therefore you must not be problematic. Yes. <laughs> the only time I saw you in the news was because you were sexiest man alive and you and your wife split up. <laughs> Which was devastating. It was so devastating because they were so perfect together. Oh, man. Um, We've got way off track. I okay. so we got to go back to Hen. Hen, And I love the beginning of her episode because she literally. As the man, as her old coworker, boss, whatever says, I've never seen someone totally light their life on fire in one night. And I'm like, girl, I feel you, though. You were doing something you hated. And you were being touched inappropriately by that old man. And you said no. Because <laughs> um, literally the guy was trying to get her to like change her opinion about what she had said by touching her delicately with his hand on her hand. And like, you know how sleazeball men do it? Like when they're trying to seduce a woman, so to speak. Uh. But luckily Henrietta's like, Sir, I don't even bat for your fucking team. Like, no, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> but like her boss was like, do you even like your job? And she goes, no, I hate my job. Bad mood. Mood. But then she goes home to, ugh. Oh, what's her face? Again, I don't like her. <laughs> oh therefore, God, I don't keep her name? her name in my, in my brain. Lisa. Lena, something like that. Old, please. Tiffany. I don't know. It's a white girl name. Hen. Hen Wilson. Ex girlfriend. Tia. (laughs) I don't know. It's something fucking stupid. Eva. (laughs) Eva 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 Mathis that's her name apparently but I was just like what the hell I loved loved all the names you came up with though they're just I mean listen Eva is short for evil so it works (laughs) we don't like her she's just awful but on the one hand she's not so bad that she didn't encourage hen to follow her dreams of joining the lafd she's like actually go do that go be a badass girl firefighter like whatever but you know she just wanted it because she thought it was hot like not because she actually supported her (laughs) yeah yep pretty much pretty much i also liked the parallel between her and chim's episode of them joining with the with the class teacher educator guy holding up the patch and saying this is the LAFD patch that you guys are all here because you want one of these and I'm like you said exactly the same thing from class to class I'm like I like that continuity again season two when it was good (laughs) (laughs) it's like hmm man where did we go wrong like I really want to go back and rewatch just to find out where it went wrong like where like I want to try and pinpoint where it went wrong <laughs> I yeah was well, it season you, was it season three with Ronda Rousey probably <laughs> I have her name was Lena wasn't it yes I believe so <laughs> <laughs> um 
bitches I hate bitches I hate <laughs> um I feel like genuinely and maybe no I will tell you when we're not recording live because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> But I do miss when it was good. Yeah. I do. I desperately miss it. Hold on. I'm double checking on the name for Ronda Rousey because now it's going to bother me. I think it is Lena. I could be wrong, though. Nope, it's Lena. Lena Bosco. (laughs) Lena Bosco? Yeah. Ugh. I know. She's a it, fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's just anyway. Anyways, I also one of the things that nine one one did incorrectly was giving Eddie a begins episode before Buck. <laughs> I never understood that, and it's one of those things that still bothers me. Yeah, like, Eddie, absolutely. you didn't you didn't deserve it before Buck, who's been around nope. since day one. But they wanted to space it out properly to give him that mystery of who he is and whatever bullshit. <clears throat> okay, whatever, 911. You could have done that storyline in season four instead of five. They could have uh, done a lot of things. They could have, yeah. They could have done a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but yeah, it, it's great that from like the beginning, like Hen thinks that she's alone and like Chim just comes up to her and goes, you know, I get what you're going through. You're not alone. And she just kind of smiles into her plate and it's like, oh, so cute. And then you become besties. Oh, I really love them so much. <clears throat> like, it's just the whole team, like supposedly, or not the whole team, but like most of the house supposedly complained about their captain with regards to how he treated Henrietta, but like they never said anything to her. That bothered me too. And like, she was happy that they spoke up for her, but I'm like, are you really like, they treated you like shit to your face too. Like, yeah, is that really, is that really an apology? No, it's the, um, Oh fuck. I can't remember the word. Uh, Bear with me a minute. (laughs) (laughs) The, like, silence is complacency. Yes. Like, that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. Ugh. But that's okay, because now Henrietta and Shim are the paramedic dream team that we all deserved this whole time. (laughs) And, like, it's interesting, because I'm like, they trained to be firefighters, and... They both end up as paramedics. Like, that's cool. <laughs> but they, like, I love this firehouse because they, their paramedics do actual firefighting. Whereas, like, on Chicago Fire, the paramedics literally just come in to take the victims away from the fire, and that's it. Like, they don't actually try to help fight the fire. Whereas, Chim and Hen are trained firefighters, not just paramedics. Like, they're both. And that's cool to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago Fire, like, they're part of the house, but they're, like, a separate entity. 
So like they have a different quote unquote boss, so to speak. They they have the captain of the firehouse that they re- that they respond to, but they also have like a head of the paramedics association or whatever the fuck it's called. Like the head of the paramedics like have to like they have to yeah. adhere to them too. And it's like that sucks. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it just depends on where you're at maybe maybe it's like a location thing like maybe some towns or cities the paramedics are separate and some cities and towns are not like who knows like I don't know if that's True. a thing because like I was actually wondering about that I was like is it because one's LA and one's Chicago like maybe they're different in Chicago who knows yeah that actually might would make sense anyways that's my little side note diversion <laughs> which isn't even that far off because it was still technically about 911 I just really fucking I miss when it was like really good yeah like it was so like honestly I wanted to watch more episodes around these episodes but I was like I don't yes. have time to watch the episodes between Hen and Chims or after Chims like I don't have the time but I so badly want to because the yeah. one after Chim begins is the one where Maddie fucking eliminates her ex-husband like it's <laughs> badass like listen it's the one time Maddie was super awesome not the one time <laughs> okay it's the one time she did something outside of her job like no offense to the writers but like that's (laughs) no offense to the writers (laughs) because the only other time has been last season when she like walked into the ocean and almost tried to kill herself which i get pt like postpartum and all that stuff like sorry if you heard me laugh (laughs) no but like postpartum but like the way they wrote it was bad like yeah it just, um. <laughs> don't bring up big topics if you don't know how to handle them. Nine one one. Oh, just not. But good. no, I, I, but I wanted to watch the rest of the season. I was like, I actually kind of want to watch the rest of this season. Oh. Now, when if we go into Athena begins or Eddie begins, mm-hmm. like I don't know if I'd say the same about those seasons because, like. <laughs> though I will say the Eddie Begins episode is the one where Buck is digging in the ground screaming Eddie and it's like gay so gay no it's 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 (laughs) seeks psychological help that was the moment I actually started shipping them that was the moment I actually said okay I, I can get behind this being a thing like the introduction of Eddie like some people are like no I immediately no 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 it took me a little while because Buck was not really whatever but like that sealed it I was like nope gay (laughs) god I fucking I wish I wasn't it wasn't immediate I I'm going to hell (laughs) I am listen we all know this is never gonna happen therefore we know it's a queer bait we know we're getting baited but we can't help it (laughs) Like, we know. It's kind of like with the Teen Wolf movie. We know that they're baiting us into thinking certain things, but we know it's never going to happen. Listen, but we'll still fucking watch that goddamn movie. Yeah, I will. I I have to watch it because I, if in order for me to make fun of it, I have to watch it. 
And then I will no. get to writing some, all the fix it fix, all the fix it yep. fix. <laughs> yes. So fair. Like that's I... like, it's like you and criminal minds. Like you're allowed to make fun of criminal minds because you, you were in the trenches with it. I'm allowed to make yeah. fun of Teen Wolf because I was in the trenches with it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> we're allowed to make fun of 911 because we're still in the trenches. <laughs> I know. We're still in there. We're still we not we're down in there. It hasn't hasn't changed. Yeah. And there are still some people out there that like, no, no offense to them, but like, there are still some people out there that are like, this show is great. The writing is fantastic. And I'm like, mm, you could have just stopped it. This show is great. And I would have been like, okay, maybe, but you said the writing was great. And that, no, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as a comfort show, this show is great because yes, it lets me escape reality because <laughs> none of this is real. <laughs> absolutely (laughs) (laughs) and we all know we love our daddy we love our daddy bobby so it's fine we we get our daddy bobby fix and we're good (laughs) but starting in january we get to distract ourselves with the worst male character of all time (laughs) (laughs) owen strand (laughs) I thought you were gonna say TK. <laughs> the you're fact you're that right about he... Owen, but I did think you were gonna say TK. Because no, 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 TK gets a pass because he's gay. So fair. He's, he's a dramatic bitch for a reason. Like he's dramatic because he's gay. Yeah. That was such yeah. a stereotypical comment. And guys, please do not kill me or flay me. I am queer myself, therefore I'm allowed to say things like this. If you guys are listening to this right now and you don't know that we're queer, is it your first time here? <laughs> is it your first time here? Um, what how long have fuck? you been around? Because we're <laughs> always queer. <laughs> oh, did you guys, wait, you guys didn't know that Laura's queer too? What? Oh my God. This it's is like, breaking it's, news for it's everyone. It's the Phoebe gift. This is brand new information. <laughs> that show is such trash but (laughs) oh my god you're heavy hitting tonight (laughs) I listen I I had a bad day so I got all the opinions coming out so true as you should (sighs) for those of you that don't know I had to deal with awful awful old men executives who think they have every right to dictate what I do and it was so fun (laughs) we love men who think women are less than oh my god and the fact that they perceive me as less than that's or as a woman too that's the other thing that's the other issue um men never mind I'm gonna men just suck it's fine men suck yep and not in a life-affirming way. <laughs> it's a quote from the original Queer as Folk. Um, there's a scene where Brian and Justin are trying to, like, jerk each other off in public. But, like, it's outside. And <laughs> so it's cold. And he goes, this sucks. And not in a life-affirming way. 
Oh my God. Oh, Brian Kinney, ladies and gentlemen, the only good queer rep we had for a very long time. And now it's like, no, you're problematic as fuck, sir. <laughs> what? Because uh, he's still, even though he's gay, he's still a cis white man. Boo. Boo. Doesn't, does it mean I don't watch that show? Absolutely not. Does it mean I don't like the character? Absolutely not. Because I do love Brian because he's such an asshole. <coughs> so fair. Like, it's okay. It's like succession. Like, you can't, like, none of these characters are good people. And, like, yet you're like, I have my favorites. I have yes. my favorite scumbags. It's fine. Yeah. And I do. And, and everyone hates Connor. So it's all good. <laughs> You are not incorrect. <laughs> no, I am not. Um, I I was so excited for our year of en- the end of the year lists because I got to write a blurb about Roman. Oh my god! I was Aww. like, oh, you want a blurb about Roman? Sorry, I'm gonna give you a novel. Just kidding, I'm not going to. But no, I got to talk about how great he was this past season. I am so worried for him like this next season is going to be so chaotic like not that seasons one through three haven't been chaotic but like season four is going to fucking chaos hell demons like that's what it's gonna be yes and I'm here for it absolutely here for it who's your fave Laura I can't remember um, Kendall. Oh, right. Kendall. I yeah, because say... you fucking hate Kendall. No, you okay. fucking hate my man. I don't hate him. Hate is such a strong word. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> I like him. I like him more than I did in season one. Like when I first started the show, I absolutely did hate him. Absolutely did hate him. But I rewatched season three recently and I was like, you know, he's not terrible in season three. And, like, I feel for him. He's kind of, like, him and Roman are kind of two sides of the same coin. They want daddy's approval. And the problem is, is that I'm, like, season four, it's going to be interesting to see if Roman is going to be the one that's totally devastated, which he probably is. Or is Kendall going to surprise us and, like, totally go batshit crazy? Because he's already been down at the bottom before. Like, that's where Kendall always is, I feel. But, yeah. And he seemed to take the betrayal at the end of season three fairly okay. But like, I'm like, what if season four comes in and Kendall's like, ah, just kidding. I was faking it, bro. Um, Which is something he's also done. So it's like, it could be a possibility. So I'm like, I'm interested to see what happens for Roman and Kendall because they're the ones that are most affected by the betrayal in the finale. Like Shiv, who gives a fuck about Shiv? No offense. Um all right and not relax on the milf (laughs) okay don't okay here's the thing i don't think she's going to be affected because she's one of those people that like yes she cares but she doesn't care like does that make sense like and she also doesn't like her husband so like is she really going to be that betrayed by tom's behavior i don't think so i don't know that's my opinion i well i no yeah no She's also gay and she needs a girlfriend. So like, give her one. I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah. Um, Anyways. 
<laughs> on that note. <laughs> yeah. Um, we both know that we would rate both of these episodes pretty high. Yeah. Um, I think when I was reviewing them, I gave Henrietta's episode a five because it was so well done. And I'm pretty sure I gave Chim's a four and a half just because I forget what it was. I took the half a point off of four, but like still, those are like really high for me. Yes. I, I, all the begins episodes really respectfully, except for Eddie, I had a great fucking time. Right. Yeah. The begins episodes are like my favorite ones to go back and rewatch because I'm just like, they're so fun. And for the most part, they're kind of separate. Like Athena's is kind of separate. Bobby's is sort of integrated, but not 100%. Henrietta's is completely separate. Chim's is sort of separate, but like not really. And Eddie's is the only one that's like, oh no, it's the here and now. And he's stuck in a foxhole sort of situation. So he's flashing back to his military days. And I'm like, that's not as cool as the rest of them. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's Buck's episode, which is its own issues. Um, We already discussed that episode because it was last season. So I can't. If you want to know that episode, go find it. We have an episode about it. If you want to listen yep. to us talk about Buck Begins, we've talked it through. <laughs> Anyways, yep. we have. We have. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll come back with like one more episode before Lone Star starts, and we'll do Bobby and Athena's episodes because they can slay. Yes. Um. Season two was also interesting because Bobby and Athena's relationship is just starting. And like, yes. it's cute. It's so cute. I love. And like one of the episodes between the two begins that we discussed tonight was like him meeting her parents. And I remember that episode being iconic because <laughs> her parents hated him. <clears throat> so oh, her mother, her mother, her mother is oh. a character. Jesus. Anyways, until next time, guys, we might Yay. do another one. We might not. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're getting into the holidays. So it's like, okay, we might be able to squeak out another one at the beginning of January, but don't count on it. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's a big might, guys. Might. <sighs> and with us, you know, never to count your eggs before they're hatched. So. Yep. just be on the lookout but don't expect anything (laughs) exactly all right bye bye